Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We're the show that covers roads. That's right, the asphalt industry's number one podcast. Where the rubber hits the this. You got it. Jordan, I got, I, I got, a, I, I got a proposal for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Two white guys talking blacktop. That's Jordan, right, Jordan, Jordan Jesse. I'm, go where the rubber hits the this. I'm tr- I'm trying. I, I'm trying to think how to put this on the air. Hmm. I've received a very lucrative offer from the concrete people. Wow. Um, and this is this. And I'm I'm just going to write this number I on a piece like of paper. Feel like the Verizon guy and hand it to you. Oh my okay. gosh! And wow! Now, right underneath is... there, imagine that underneath that number is written. Look at all these zeros. Durability. Uh huh. Reliability. Wow. So those are the things that concrete roadways bring mm-hmm. relative to asphalt roadways, which are more affordable and easier to lay. Yeah. I also see high class prostitutes. <laughs> Man, this is this is quite an offer. So here's what Can I'm I thinking. I mentioned the zeros, va va voom. I haven't decided about this. I this is something I have to talk right. to my wife sure. and family about uh-huh. um, because I know how they feel about the blacktop. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, my oldest child is the one who came up with when the rubber hits the this. Yeah, I know. Which is, you know, something that I'm very proud of. And I was hoping she would be able to put on her college applications. Right. Um, however. She'll just have, have, to, have to settle for speech and debate. Yeah. At this point, if, if, if we take that off, fingers crossed it's even, I don't know, Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, boy. She'll be creating her own major. <sighs> okay. Here's my thinking. We just Might take well this week. College. We Jesus just take Christ. this okay. week away from it, mm-hmm. away from all the hustle and bustle of America's arteries. So maybe, maybe next week, you know, business as usual. Right, we're out there. Well, we might kick an asphalt. We oh, we might flip it 180 degrees next week. Mm. Again, I have to talk to my family. Okay, it sounds like given the bills that you're paying. To high-class prostitutes, <laughs> right? You're a natural, yes. Uh huh. I mean, I saw, I saw literally when you looked at that number that I wrote on a piece of paper. I was worried because what used to be your irises turned into dollar signs. Yeah, actually, that's a condition. Actually. Okay. Well, there's another reason you need it's money. It's a form of treatment. It's a form of pink eye. Got it. <laughs> that I got from asking high. Class prostitutes right. to shit coins on me. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> By the way, there's never been a better time to get in on shit coins. <laughs> That's true. The market is yeah. through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> through the roof. If I had gotten into shit coins two years ago, I would be a rich man right now. It's true. I wouldn't need the, the, con- the concrete industry's uh, blood money. Yeah. <laughs> or small pebble in a binder or fixative. Okay, money. so we're I mean, listen, we could go on and on like this. Yeah. But we're in a we're in a it's safe to say we're in a liminal space. Right. We're betwixt and between. Why don't we just take take today? Yeah. To just chat about some of our other interests. I don't know if you have them. I've never asked you. I don't I'm not one I'm... of those people who 
asks other people about themselves. I don't have interest, but I'm willing to fake it. Yeah. So should we introduce our guest? Yeah. I, I was on YouTube today looking at concrete videos. Right. Um, just, you know, to, to, to get my hate levels right. at the right, at right. the right, uh, right, in the right zone. I watch concrete. I, I watch videos where concrete fucks men's wives while they watch. Sure, a cuckrete. Yeah, yeah, a cuckrete video. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, but I mean, I, I little did I know that I might be allied with them come next week. Right. So it's confusing. So you got to you got some. You need some time to wrap your head around. So this. what? I'm, but what I'm saying is, I I'm, I also don't have a lot of interests. Right. But while I was looking at those cuckrete videos, yeah, I did accidentally click on trending. Yeah. So and I kind of perused that. So maybe I can kind of bring in some of that knowledge. Perfect. Yeah. I've accidentally clicked on trending before too. Tide pods. Something. Baby's kids is on pods. BET right now. Yeah. Okay, our guest on this week's program is a beloved stand-up comic. She's also, more importantly for our purposes, Mm -hmm. the co-host of the smash hit podcast, Go Fact Yourself, from right here at MaximumFun.org, Helen Hahn. Wow. I I, got to say I'm a little torn listening to you guys' conversation. Mm -hmm. If you move to concrete, can you still use the, where the rubber meets the, this? Can you still use that? Um, you mispronounced it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my first time actually I, saying it. There's an umlaut in there that ah. you weren't saying. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I didn't see it spelled out, so... Yeah, I don't mean to actually... Where the ruber beats the this. <laughs> <laughs> the ruber? <laughs> um, I think that we retain the intellectual property. Worst case scenario, we give it a new name, like Larry Bud Melman. Okay. Got it. Um, yeah. can I... Can we talk snafus real quick? Yeah, I would love to. Situation normal, all fouled up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, fouled up. Oh, look, I'm trying to keep it. Wow. Clean. Okay. 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 <laughs> Maybe somebody didn't tune into this show for. <laughs> hey, Dad, what's Ford stand for? <laughs> Maybe somebody didn't tune into this show for profanity. Yeah. Helen. Maybe somebody just wanted to hear a good, clean <laughs> podcast about concrete fucking their wife. <laughs> All fouled up. Yeah. Uh, Helen. Yes. I listened to an episode of your podcast. Go fact yourself. Go fact yourself. And Th- this uh, this week while the I was smash driving, hit comedy quiz show. I loved it. <laughs> Thank I you. thought it was just terrific. It's a I, delight. I Jake Heath fan was past guest. Smiling ear to ear listening to this. It thing. is like fun. a Cheshire cat. It's a fun show. It is fun, and we get guests. It's a live podcast. Yeah. And so there's people, an energy. There's a people sensual show up energy. And yeah. I'm a Beth shocked. Littleford from Dog with a Blog. <laughs> she was delightful. Yeah, she's it a is joy. interesting to find out what Dave like... Holmes from Holmes in a Dome. <laughs> that one doesn't rhyme as well. It's more of a slant rhyme. That guy was okay. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I just I know mostly about who the guests are a little bit ahead of time because I know uh, because Jay Keith will the, – the format of the program is a celebrity gets quizzed about the things they claim to be an expert in. Right. And Jay Keith will just email me on Thursday when the show's on Saturday, recording <laughs> on Saturday, like, who lives in Los Angeles and is an expert in the Chicago White Sox? <laughs> I have to come up with something. That yeah. is true. It's a quandary because, you know, you you want to reach out to your social media friends and hey, you don't see, want to blow it but you don't want to blow it yeah 
And so it's 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 weird to be like, who knows stuff about the Golden Girls? Need an expert stat. So you got to call the matchmaker, baby. Yeah. That's me. Uh, so Jordan, sorry. So I was I was I, I was love it, and I was so excited because we have not met before. No, we and haven't. I was so excited to meet you yeah. uh, because you're so great on the show, and I was so excited to tell you how much I liked listening to Go Fact Yourself. Yes. Um, did I say the umlaut correctly? That's there? what. No, but okay, uh, but I'll let it slide. Um, I will let it slide. And it's go fact yourself. Go fact it's a little bit more go visceral. Fact, like go fact, go fact yeah. yourself. Go fact yourself. <laughs> yeah. Go foul go. up yourself. Go fact your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I saw you. I'm like ah, it's so great to meet you. I really loved listening to Ask Me Another. Yeah, and then I yeah, it was like a the gut punch. Other. The, the other, other trivia comedy podcast. quiz show. And but, if there's one thing, this is background, Helen, for you. You I don't mean, know this. If there's one thing that I hate, it's goddamn Jonathan Colton. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's two things that I hate, right. it's Jonathan Colton is goddamn guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's a third, Ophir Eisenberg, because yeah. she's French Canadian. Yeah. So I'm, I, I apologize. You know, you, I don't know you what, fouled that up. I sure did. You, but. But I'm a forgiving person. Thank you. And and because we're sitting in a sound booth that's two feet by s- two square feet. Yeah. It'd be a little bit weird to be addicted. Yeah. It'd be weird being trapped in a little cube with Helen, you to be like, mm, <laughs> the, <laughs> this guy. I've become good Facebook. I We've known Jay Keith for a long time, yeah. on and off. I actually interviewed Jay Keith once. He doesn't remember this. Uh, but I interviewed Jay Keith once when I was a fill-in host on XM Satellite Radio when I was an intern at XM Satellite mm-hmm. Radio in, like, 2003. <laughs> but Jay Keith and I have become good Facebook friends, yeah. both because he occasionally will send me a Facebook message desperate for panicked. an expert in some weird subject. <laughs> a panicked message. And because he and I are both baseball nerds, uh, and we, are, yeah. we, we belong to the same baseball nerd Facebook group, where really? I will try and slickly plug his podcast Whenever wow. possible. I, you know, I didn't know that about him until we did do an ep- episode where someone's expertise was the L.A. Dodgers. Oh, yeah. And, wow, he nerded the F out. <laughs> I was like, who are you? You just transformed into, like, he knew he knows stats. Well, he's a sort he of— knows a, history. What's amazing about Jay Keith is he's like a baseball unicorn, which is to say he is— a Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim fan, mm. <laughs> which literally I've lived in Los Angeles for 10 years. My close friend Jordan here is from Orange County, not far from Anaheim, where the Angels play. My grandparents lived in Orange County for much of my childhood. Wow. Uh, Jay Keith is the second Angels fan I've met <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I don't even think Wally Joyner is an Angels fan. It's an Angels legend. Yeah. Jim Abbott likes him okay. Yeah, Jim, Jim Abbott's Abbott cool. Likes him okay. But if he goes into the hall, he's going in as a Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> That's at the end of the day. Uh, Helen, what what kind of experts have you had to talk to on the show so far? I think uh, the one I listened to, there was a cat expert. Yes. Which I enjoyed. Yes. Uh, which I didn't because I'm allergic. Oh. So You're allergic to experts. Up. Yeah. I was like sneezing immediately. Um, uh, we had someone who wrote the book on the Golden Girls – 
which was an episode. Cristela Alonso yeah, was a Christella guest. Yeah, Cristela Alonso loves the Golden Yeah, House. I didn't know, because I'm friends with her from doing stand-up, and I didn't know the level of her obsession where she was out-experting the guy who had literally written the book on the experts. <laughs> wow. You know what? Cristela comes from very, very modest background. Yes. And I have a, I have a buddy who uh, grew up, her family were refugees from actually from South America. Okay. And she grew up in like hotel rooms in Oregon. Like Ooh. just like I don't know. I she, her her life is her childhood is like one of those like wait, what did you just say? You <laughs> not did? fancy hotel and rooms, not like no, no, Eloise. No. Like mo, like motel rooms. Got like, it. Like uh like like like, like vagrant. Yes. Like Got Florida it. Florida project. Like a genuine a genuine uh, uh refugee lifestyle and like all she cares about is Frasier, and she can't go to sleep unless Frasier is playing. Mm. Because, like, Frasier was, like, it was the only thing she could count on, basically. Well, I have a friend who just had a breakdown because he went to North Carolina where Dawson's Creek was filmed. Wow. <laughs> and he was, like, and he he went to all the filming locations, and he was mourning that Dawson's Creek is, and this is an adult person. <laughs> and I was like, well, what is, like, what is it that you, and he said, I was such, I had such poor parents, like pa- parents who just were poor at parenting. And there's some, there's psychology about what you latch onto when you're a kid, like imprinting. Right. And I imprinted on TV because they would just put me in front of the TV at, since a young age and just turn it on. And I would, I was basically raised by the television. And so Dawson's Creek was like <laughs> a parent. And to realize that it's not real is really, he's grappling with it. And I was like, whoa. So he felt like he maybe going on the tour was kind of piercing the veil in a way that he maybe should not have. Yeah, because he, he went to the houses and he went to all the filming locations and he was like, this is, it was all bullshit. Do you yeah. think he knew it was real going in? I mean, was I not mean, real. <laughs> wow, I guess I'm confused. Yeah, me too. I mean, you know what? It's for me. It's the not emotions about, were real. Yeah. it's not. It, it's not about Dawson's Creek. I can't relate to that, but right. I can relate to it in a more general sense because I feel the same way about that show where Dawson from Dawson's Creek plays Diplo on Viceland. <laughs> it's a sitcom where he plays Diplo. That's cool. Yeah, that was um, weird. What did that you... guy has had a weird career, hasn't he? I mean, from Varsity Blues to this <laughs> to this. What? Where the rubber meets the, the what? The, where the rubber meets the James Vanderbeek's career? <laughs> Helen, what is that of yours? What is your Dawson's Creek? What's the thing you would visit? My Dawson's Creek is, is the... Star Trek The Next Generation. TNG. Oh, wow. Oof, TNG all day and all night. And mm. I got to work with Patrick Stewart. You, do you, you do know it's not real, right? I mean. Oh, boy. Let's not talk about it. Okay. Um, but I got Guinan's real though. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, with the headpieces and the whole yeah. thing and the tele- yeah. telepathy. You did on Blunt yeah. Talk, right? Yes. That was love Blunt Talk. And I got to meet him and work with him, and I was freaking the f out wow. to meet him because he's Captain Freaking Picard. Were yeah. you upfront about it, or did you try and play? Well, it cool? here's how cool I was going in. I was just like, oh my god! I, you know, I had to spend a whole. My, a whole we we, uh, we were shooting a scene that just took a really long time, so we had a lot of downtime in between shots, and so I'm hanging out 
with Sir Patrick sure. Stewart. Yeah. And I'm so cool. We're just chit-chatting like two normal humans. And I'm like, oh, I'm a stand-up comedian. He's like, oh, really? And I tell him all about it. And he's, he's finding me delightful. I'm like, holy shit, this is really happening. And then when I lost it is when we started – for some reason, the topic of residuals came up. Residuals <laughs> sure. meaning the checks that one gets sure. years after one shoots something. Sure. And Patrick Stewart goes, Ah, oh, residuals. The most beautiful word in the English language. <laughs> <laughs> because you know he's making hell of money yeah, off of TNG sure. still. Those checks. Syndicated TV money? <laughs> Come on. He's just rolling in. He's like, you're not talking to Xena Warrior Princess (laughs) here. I'm getting real money. (laughs) Listen, I listen, I get still get four bucks a month for having five lines on scandal once. So I imagine what Stuart's pulling down. Oh gosh. So then he goes, I'm still I still get checks from this weird nineteen sixty four TV movie that I did, and I blurt out, I've seen it. <laughs> and he just his whole demeanor changed and he just started backing away slowly he was like oh you're a freaking stalker mm. bitch and I was like but I love you cause you're Say engage, like say engage. <laughs> just say engage. Oh my god, the scene we did, he actually did have to say computer, and I almost lost my <laughs> shit. I like fell into the floor in my body. I was like, oh my god, he literally just said computer. <laughs> ha! Ha! It is amazing how he has he has one word catchphrases. Yeah. Yeah. Computer mm-hmm. and engage. And make it so. I guess that's three words. Yeah. But you know what my short one. My favorite thing about the blunt talk story mm-hmm. is uh, not the story in the thing, but the story of the creation and recording and di- dissemination of this television program, Blunt Talk. Nice dissemination use. Thank you. It's that uh, – it, it's that the uh, – what's his name? Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. Seth MacFarlane goes on a tour of cable operators and says, I'm friends with Patrick Stewart <laughs> and want to make a comedy with him. Mm-hmm. Stars, right? Stars? Yes. Stars comes through. They're like, oh, you want to make a comedy with Patrick Stewart? Great. Here's enough money to make two years yeah. of episodes of any show you want that's a comedy with Amazing. Patrick Stewart. So it didn't happen that- naturally. It was kind of an artificial dissemination. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I farted. Then, then uh, Seth MacFarlane for, somehow is like, you know who I'm going to meet with on this? Jonathan Ames, <laughs> literary novelist and weird HBO show creator, yes. Jonathan Ames. And he's like, you're hired. And I'm sure Stars was like, wait, Jonathan Ames? You want to hire the yes. bored to death guy? Sure. Yes. The droll novelist? The guy who writes semi-autobiographical novels about butlers? Yeah, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to get into a listen. I don't want to get into a slam fest over here, <laughs> but I think it is very interesting how all over the place, quality wise, the career of Seth MacFarlane is. <laughs> it contains. It is. It's just a wild ping ponging between good and it's bad so and singing. <laughs> Um, so what would you say? So top probably is the big band, right? The, you gotta love the. I mean, I'm a I'm a, just a fan of crooning, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's how I knew him. I didn't know yeah. that he is it did. crooning or croonering. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, croonering. Yeah. Um, I think it's I, pronounced cruller. Crullering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just a fan of you know big yeah. brass sections, Frank and Sinatra standards. wannabe. 
So that's how I knew him. It's like how a lot of um, mandolin enthusiasts know Christopher Guest as the mandolin player. Number two, I would say probably Western comedy with Sarah Silverman. Yes, Western. (laughs) Yes. uh, Yeah. Western parodies. Uh, But yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's interesting how 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 much good and bad one man can produce. And then to go all the way to Cosmos. Yeah. Right. Didn't he? Sure. Oh, yeah. Cosmos with. Absolutely. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I feel like I want to like Seth MacFarlane because I love that he has taken his show business success and transformed it into like just purely pursuing his weird nerd shit. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, great. I've made my first $200 million. I'm going to spend it all becoming friends with Patrick Stewart. (laughs) Sure. That's exactly what I would do. And a movie where I'm a cowboy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I also identify him because I also identify with him because I feel like if I hosted the Oscars, I would also come off like a pompous twat. Sure, you know what I mean. Like that's also my thing. Mm-hmm. While calling out sexual predators. Yeah. 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 What is it that like, he does? That I don't guy. know. It's, it's you know. Well, uh, he yeah multitudes. This is what I wanted to mention about J. Keith Van yeah. Stratton. Go. So our friend J. Keith Van Stratton, the host of Go Fact Yourself. Because I've become good Facebook friends with him and uh-huh. we'll exchange emails and we'll post in that effectively wild Facebook group, um, I see every time he does one of his his non-comedy activities. And Jakey's entire non-comedy life is dedicated only to his cat and traveling. Right. And he's a travel fiend. He really is. Today I asked him, do you travel because you get hired – to, as a travel writer, or do are you a travel writer because you travel? Yeah. And he said, ah. Anyway, let's do the show. <laughs> yeah. It is so, it is so, fu- like, it is like, there, because, like, liking travel is just one of those things everyone says. Like, jazz no, he or really, just, he yeah. really travels. And not only that, but he said until very recently, like, not that long ago, he was petrified of traveling. And he was a terrible traveler as an adult. And he said he went to Montreal to go to the JFL Festival and Montreal was too foreign for him. Mm, and wow. that's, that's actually what propelled him to be like, okay, if I can't handle Canada, I need to, I need to get out more. So the amazing thing about J. Keith's travel posts on Facebook mm-hmm. is there's two categories. One category is there's a $95 flight to Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Who wants to go? And if I did not have children, I've been tempted. It, it, yeah. I have been tempted. It leaves at four a.m. and has an underwater layover. <laughs> <laughs> it is not convenient. It is not a convenient. Where flight. the rubber meets Where the, the blurb. Blurb. <laughs> The other is, as you mentioned, he's a travel writer, but he's a particular type of travel writer, which is he writes for a website called The Points Guy. <laughs> And it's <laughs> as far as I can tell, it's a it's an entire media empire built upon how to people, get the most points. Yeah, people who are into points. But what's great, I click through and read these articles every single time. So, like most recently, he went on a trip on a bad, bad Botsmaru airplane mm-hmm. that was going from like Japan to Malaysia or something. And bad, bad Botsmaru. I know. Is that the literal name of the airline? <laughs> no, no, no. Bad, it was bad a, Botsmaru. It was a something it's or other Hello airline. Kitty's friend. <laughs> yeah, Hello, Bad, Bad Botsmaru is Hello Kitty's friend. 
It's a mean um, wow. It's not just that That's... every person in the Sanrio universe has their own airline. <laughs> right. I prefer to fly Pingu. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so he flew on this airplane. I, and I only fly Office Panda, <laughs> and the, that's the one I would choose. The, yeah, gotta love. I'm information, a big fan of Office Red Panda. The me. information in the article is so focused on this one type of nerd, which is a points nerd, yes. right? So it's function. This article is like a two thousand word <laughs> list of like of of point numbers. And like statistics, <laughs> like and the amount of granularity in what he can bring to a business class flight on the Bad Bad Bots Maru. It's like there's pictures of each food that's served. There's pictures of the slippers if they give you slippers mm. oh, or yeah, an yeah. eye mask. Yes. Ooh, I would fly just for the eye mask. You like an eye mask on the Ooh, plane? I love an eye mask. What what amenities are you liking on the I, plane? I I am a I am a. I want to feel like I have a, a, a space – I'm in a space capsule in yeah. a flight. And so I have the earplugs and then I use not only an eye mask. I will use like a headband, like one of those like running band things that you use in the winter. Like a John McEnroe headband? That's thicker. Okay. Like a much thicker – Headband type cloth. Thing. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a. It, it's like a. It, it's, it's like two inches thick. Right, and it's like and one it of those. And it, your it's whole like head. A, it's like an ear. It's like a newfangled earmuff, but for athletics. Yes, and I will cover my eyes and my ears, and then I will put noise canceling headphones wow. over that whole oh, thing. Snap. So if you even attempt to talk to we me, we call the full blackout. Oh. Mm. But I have been attempted. I have been tempted because I, I literally can't hear or see anything to put a sign on my shoulder that says, "Hey, I do want the snacks." Though. Yeah, <laughs> give yeah. me the just snacks. Rest Please, the snacks on my shoulder, just, and just I will turn my, my mouth <laughs> to get. I will slightly. <laughs> I will tip my shoulder up so the snacks fall into my mouth. I don't need a mouth. beverage, so if you could double snack me, yeah. Yeah. Just fill a cup with pretzels. <clears throat> I mean, Helen, you uh, you work on the Smash It Public Radio program. <laughs> wait, wait, don't tell me from time to time. That is correct. Um, I when I, I could it wasn't so funny that I could have made that mistake. Yes, and been right accidentally. And been like, oh hey, I love wait wait. Oh go thank. Oh yeah. Right, but I just no. said I happened to say the one comedy quiz show you're not involved exactly. with. Exactly. No. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks. I, thanks for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> going back to my failure. I actually, you weren't there. Where the rubber meets the. <laughs> you weren't there when Helen arrived. I actually made that mistake. It wasn't because I'd just been mm-hmm. listening to Go Fact Yourself. It was because I mistook her for Roy Blunt Jr. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So sorry about that. We're yeah. twins. Tom Baudet, would that have been better? <laughs> hard to say. I'll leave hard the light on for you. Hard to say what the best wait, wait, don't tell me poll is. <laughs> so it's like ASMR reading ASMR to read someone else's nerd thing. Yeah. Like it's like this was the seat pitch. <laughs> This was the legroom situation. This and the, I read one where he was really mad, and the Jay Ooh. Keith is a real sweetheart. Sure, like he was very mad. What was he mad at? It was difficult to find the attendant call button. It's mm. <laughs> a poor interface. I had that problem. I've you had, had that to problem. go into a menu to find the attendant wow. call button. Oh, you need a UX designer reboot on yeah. that flight. Well, if you User ask user experience, if you ask Jay Keith Van Stratton of PointsGuy.net. <laughs> No doubt about it. Are you a frequent flyer? I am 
not. I actually don't travel as much as I used to when I when I was a road comic. Okay. Because I make more of my income, you know, hang out with Sir Pat Stew. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Pat yeah. Stew, baby. <laughs> Making Sir those Pat stew, stew. The stew bucks. Well, I was until he backed away from me slowly because he realized what a rabid fan I am. Right. But um, I imagine that. It's just that's when you're involved with Star Trek, you're always just kind of on the lookout for that. Oh, when is because he I I imagine he gets accosted like he's probably been physically accosted by insane fans. Plus, you got to figure all those Royal Shakespeare Company heads. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. All those RSC nuts. Uh huh. Those those Learys. Yeah. I'm still waiting to be accosted by a Blunt Talk fan. Oh, and it yeah. Is yet right to here. Happen. It just happened, Ellen. <laughs> I fuck with Blunt Talk so hard. I watch every episode of Blunt Talk. I love that shit. I fucking love Blunt Talk. <laughs> Blunt Talk is brilliant. It ah, is so funny in it. More TV shows should be weird, but actually weird. Hmm. Like one it's weird really guy weird. thought of them. <laughs> it's really one weird. weird right. And then he yes. got obsessed with um, water conservation. Yeah. So the entire second season is about water conservation. Dude, I don't know if you know this, Helen Hong, about our man. It's like if if Scandal devoted an entire season to just whatever you're doing, Olivia, save water. Retrofitting houses to be solar powered or something. Uh, what do you? I guess I don't know what you play on Blunt Talk. I have, I have not watched the show. I'm I sorry. played a so uh, Sir Pat Stew plays Walter Blunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is a news, a respected newsman with a like his personal life is just going to shit. So mm-hmm. he's like the first season, the the very first episode, he's caught by the cops in a in in a in a car with a high class hooker, a yep. questionably high class hooker. Yep. Anyway, so his life is falling apart. So he's like on his fourth wife. And he's got a kid who's like five. So I play the kindergarten teacher to his youngest child. And I then go down the road of just degenerateness. And I end up shacking up with his next door neighbor, played by Brett Gelman. Oh, the great Brett Gelman. Who's a porn producer. In You'll the, be surprised to hear Gelman's playing a sleazeball. Sure, on the right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Going, so, out, going, out, going, out, going out of his usual range. Yeah. That's mm. nice. It's nice that they let you stretch on yeah. that show. They, they, they also, I thought, was interesting. They had him be handsome for a guy who's that funny. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. right. But he's always in sort of like a, a velour onesie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he just wears that to auditions? I think that's probably how Gelman His works, outfits right? were yeah. – just Brett Gelman's outfits alone are worth watching this, this season, both seasons of Blunt Talk. He, Executive it, produced by Seth MacFarlane. It's a program with more, more specific <laughs> and deeply informed weird sexual interests than even this show. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'll be the first to admit, over the past few years, this show has just been a list of weird types of sure. sex that we've learned about. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, with, with Jonathan Ames, you know this is something he's very sincerely, deeply, and passionately on a kind of emotional uh, uh, searching like, for oneself, like searching for truth. Yeah. Even way he wants to know about the all these weird. The thing on Blood Talk that I love the most is that Patrick Stewart's character is the boss of this big show. And in his office, he has an air mattress, so that his he and his uh, producer, who's like a also like a sixty five ish year old, who's played by um, Academy Award nominee Jackie Weaver, who's so <laughs> good. So the two of them occasionally they're not 
romantically involved, but he has the uh, he has the air mattress in his office so that they can spoon when difficult times happen. <laughs> he requires spooning. Yeah, just <laughs> occasionally he needs to be spooned. Uh, releases uh, oxytocin. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard. Exactly. Helen, are you a trivia? Were you a trivia person before you got involved in the world not. of trivia game shows? I was not, and half the times that the answers come up on Go Fact Yourself, I'm like, whoa. No way! <laughs> you don't say. Cool. Like, re- Rad. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of like the the like idiot bro girl on the show. That's like yeah. Wow, you're, you're a real bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're fucking broed out, Helen. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, dude you want to go watch TNG? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta play a kindergarten teacher tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Sup. Um I know I am I think I I am always embarrassed that I don't do better at trivia when I'm yeah. in trivia situations. I wish I was better and I think and you know, and I, I think I I think I clock as someone who would be good at trivia. Mm. So like that guy I would clock you. For, yeah, yeah, I know. It's like I seem like a guy who maybe doesn't have a lot going on, which also might be true, but I have not devoted any of that spare time to trivia. Except I have done uh, Simpsons trivia mm. a handful of times, uh, and I am a god. I, I was just I literally about to bring that up, because the only time god, I've god, ever seen god. you do yeah. trivia was at the Simpsons trivia at Max von Connie's this past year. And you mm-hmm. slayed? And... Like this is in this is made so Max Funcon. This is mm-hmm. a this is a group of comedy nerds who've come together because they're comedy nerds right. for the most part. And Jordan just fucking laid waste. <gasps> it was like fucking what Gilgamesh astride the world. <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot dominating. of I feel a lot of ways about wow. the fact that that's me. Yeah, but it's yeah, dead bodies of trivia just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've de- and they do they do a. Uh, I don't know if they still do it, but out here they did they did a thing uh, called Stone Cutters, which is a delightful Simpsons reference mm-hmm. uh, that I'm sure many people get. Uh, I, is, it's if I'm not mistaken, uh, that was the center fielder on Mr. Burns' softball team, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of Ken Griffey Jr. Thinking of Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sure. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Who got gigantism from drinking too much nerve tonic? Uh, But yeah, and I feel like, I mean, that is even like a, you know, not just a general comedy nerd, but that is a Simpsons nerd that is in there. It's specific. And Uh, also it requires a lot considering how long, how many episodes you would have had to watch religiously. Well, I mean, here's the thing about. Your Simpsons trivia nights, Okay. Is I think there is a there is a There's a golden un- age. Yes. There's, there's an a golden unspoken age. kind of zone where the trivia takes place. Got and it. you can maybe go a season back or a season forward, but there's a None there's of the a recent sweet, ones. there's a sweet spot. What yeah. are we talking there's about? A sweet two spot. through ten. Yeah, maybe two through thirteen. Right. That Some, makes sense. Yeah. I think that's that's the generous like Span that makes sense. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Nobody's nobody has asking you stuff from last year. Sure. Do you have you? What ever... was the episode when Lady Gaga was on? <laughs> hey, oh, hey. I do like. I think New Simpsons are are really funny. Every time I catch one, I'm like, that. Ah, what a it's that. What a funny yeah. show. But but uh, I was talking actually to someone recently about this about how when the Simpsons came on originally, it was considered so edgy. Totally. And now we've just. You know, now between Archer and and South Park, and yeah. Oh, well, yeah. don't have a cow, man. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> Jesse. 
cut, with, cut the back talk. Hey, Jordan. I remember that was a thing moms didn't like about Bart was that he did yes, so much back talk. Remember that? He back talked to his parents. And who you're now, supposed like, to respect. watch South Park. And it's like, yeah, right. Your mom's exactly. a bitch. And sure, yeah. This, uh, a character's a taint. Yeah, there's a. T- I assume I don't watch. And it's Ayn Rand's right. taint. Right, <laughs> right. It's Ayn Rand's taint. It's here to teach everyone. Hey, about buddy, this. I'm Ayn Rand's taint. <laughs> <laughs> and then it sings like a weirdly competent song. Where the oh. rubber meets the taint. <laughs> the government is holding you back from fulfilling your true potential, buddy. <laughs> Buy shitcoin. <laughs> also Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Helen, how do you, how do you, how, you ever go to a, a trivia night at a bar or yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah. And I am okay. I'm okay. I'm never the, uh, the pinch hitter. But, uh, but, you know, there are certain things that I am passionate about. TNG, obviously. General sci fi, sci fi movies. Okay. Mm, yeah. I feel like I, as a pub, as a public radio host, am obliged to sometimes attend pub quizzes mm-hmm. as, the guest of someone who's friends of someone that I'm friends with or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell you I don't know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think I've got a reputation as a kind of guy who yeah. would know sure. a lot of things. And I probably know a lot of things. I'm fucking horrible at it. <laughs> really? I could not be more bad at it. You're kidding. It's so, it's so brutal. It is like excruciating every time I do it because all it is is people like looking at my – you know, my corduroy trousers, mm-hmm. sport coat, my corduroy sport coat, and saying and corduroy your, trousers yeah, and let's corduroy match, shirts. Yep, matching corduroy everything. They're like, you, you, sir, appear to know the answer there, to trivia questions. The corduroy shoes. Yes. <laughs> like, please, let us know. Please, sir, in the corduroy stocking cap. Yeah, and I'm like, you. is this about my favorite episode of Stella? Because I know that. Right. It's the one where he says he needs jelly remover for photo albums. (laughs) But besides that. Well, I do feel like every time I listen to you on the radio, I learn something. But maybe it's not. I'm just asking questions. That's the the interviewer's hustle. The interviewer's hustle is you don't actually have to know the answer if you ask it. Um, I, I, speaking of classic sci fi. I uh, had watched Logan's Run for the first time. Has anybody ever seen this? Uh-uh. This oh. is like a 1970s sci-fi remake of Smokey and the Bandit. Right? Yes, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, hovercrafts jumping and then stopping in midair, uh, and then banjo music plays. I think that's what happens in Smokey and the Bandit. Maybe it's not. I could be thinking of the Dukes of Hazard. I don't care. At no, you're Gas TV. You're definitely describing the Dukes of Hazard, but good, good enough. Yeah. You know what? If that's fine, not, fine. If, if that's not we good enough not for good you. Trivia. If that's not good enough for you, you're not going to like this. What happens in this movie is a robot puts on a red, white, and blue stars and stripes leather jumpsuit, <laughs> gets on a motorcycle, and jumps the Snake River Gorge. There you go. <laughs> uh, is somebody in a Daisy Duke? Yeah, there you go. Ideally, yeah. Um, I Logan's Run is. One I of am. Those... Are you talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those like striking '70s movies, okay. and it was, it's pre-Star Wars, which is kind of impressive. Is that it? Kind of builds the sci. You know, you kind of think tend to think of like sci-fi, worldy movies as all being Star Wars ripoffs. Yeah, this is pre-Star Wars. Yeah, I just I basically think that the history of uh, sci-fi movies went a trip to the moon, right? Then 2001, 
then Star Wars, yeah. then all other sci- sci-fi movies. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at. So maybe that's why I don't know Logan's Run. And then once in a while you meet somebody who's just like a little bit too old, like they were just a little bit too old to be into Star Wars as a kid, but they're a nerd. And they're like, oh, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Planet sure. of the Apes. Yeah. I mean, nope, I don't mean anything. I don't, as per, but yeah, okay. You know, I definitely had a Planet of the Apes summer as a kid. You did? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a Planet of the Apes summer. Were you, where I, were you dressed Hollywood up as an ape? For... Huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I wandered around the house in an ape mask. <laughs> Made everyone call you professor. <laughs> yeah. I called my little sister Bright Eyes. Um, where I watched, I mean, those movies get crazy. Like the second one has underground mole people who worship a bomb. I was like, about to say, isn't there one with mole people? Yeah. That's the, the second, second one. one. <laughs> They're like, shit, we're at, we can't do any more ape stuff. Better go to bomb worshiping. Uh, but Logan's Run is one of those like 70s movies that is really fun to look at, but just like fucking, it's so boring. It's yeah, just boring. That's the thing is that uh, they move so slowly. Yeah. There's kind of a crazy plastic surgery bubble that shoots lasers. That's cool. Oh. Uh, but then they go, uh, spoilers for Logan's Run, they go out of their dome city into like the ruins of society. And they pick up some cores. And <laughs> yeah. Get right. The East Coast. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then they got to sca- run away from Boss Hog. <laughs> Um, and there's this like they you know they're from a society where there's no old people so they meet their first old person I feel like there's a recent Netflix movie or series that ripped off this concept oh maybe where uh, 13 reasons why 17 (laughs) reasons why how many reasons why are there hard to say (laughs) somebody ends up dead yeah Um, it's about a suicide anyway uh, yeah I feel like I I heard or was talking to someone about a Netflix project that's this exact concept about no old people. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much Netflix stuff. They're like, it's we need to make more stuff. Like, where do they get all the money? Because they're only getting nine ninety nine out of me a month. Netflix, And there are nine people using my Netflix account. <laughs> Netflix really, really wants me to watch more Canadian reality TV. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like, I, you watch one episode of their knockoff of Canadian American Pickers. Mm-hmm. And just the rest of forever. It's like if you have a babysitter that watches one anime on your Netflix. Oh, yeah. And then you're just yeah. fucked sure. forever. Yep. My Netflix is fucked forever. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's Canadian pickers in one piece. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they go onto the wreckage of society and they meet their first old person. And it's this crazy man who lives in, like, Congress. And he has, <laughs> like, the ruins of Congress. Okay. Not he the act in... of Congress. <laughs> no, yeah. Yes, he lives in a constant state of fucking. It's Sting. They meet Sting, who's in the middle of a 30-year tantric. orgasm. Yes. It's all tantric all the time. Uh, and they, uh, and this, this old man who is crazy and, uh, he's talking about, uh, he's, he lives in Capitol Hill. He lives Hill. in Capitol Hill. Okay. And he's, it's full of cats and he tells the, he's like, oh, all the cats have three names. They have their normal name and then they have their fancy name. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says something, there's a third thing. But I'm like, shit, that's the fucking best. This is making me want to watch Logan's Run. Yeah. Like it's, immediately. It's somebody should have like sent you that clip. <laughs> As yeah. a college graduation gift. Yeah. <laughs> like, cats have a fancy name. And just as a kind There's of a the general. Name we don't say. Yes. In every day. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think it's just kind of a general life goal for me. I think maybe so that's kind of a fancy where I'm name headed. and then a name that. 
Oh no, to be to live in uh, to live in wreckage and name cats. <laughs> I think it's probably where that I'm sounds headed. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think you could make a more carefully honed Jordan Morris pandering moment in a film. Mm-hmm. It's like if J. Keith Van Stratton had a, a scene in a movie where. Mike Trout was getting double points because he used the Chase Sapphire <laughs> <Sure>. Reserve. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I watched The French Connection. Oh, was... yeah. French Connection's great. With Gene Hackman? Yeah. Okay. Fucking Gene Hackman is so fucking good in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. The movie is great. It, it's my... I mean, I have talked many times about that the only kind of movie that I really want to watch moving forward is movies like that George Clooney movie, The American, which is to say boring art house action movies that have a lot of European nudity. Mm. <laughs> and basically that's exactly what the French connection is. It's this the seventies European nudity version of that. Mm-hmm. It's the seventies version of that which involves just a lot of shots of uh, freeways in New York City, mm. <laughs> like just a lot of driving down the those freeways that are in New York City. And full bush? Uh, oh, so much bush. I don't know if there was bush in the French connection. Oh. I don't know. But really? I watched George that. Bush was in it? <laughs> I had to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to drive to my cabin mm-hmm. to meet the appliance delivery people because my washer and dryer died. So I'm like I, – I, I had to just – I just redlined it all the way to mm-hmm. the uh, Sierra Mountains. And I got there and got the appliance and then my wife and kids weren't coming for another six hours. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, it's VHS time, baby. <laughs> Just popping them in, sure, popping them be in. Be kind, rewind. Them in. Pa-pow, 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 pa-pow. <laughs> Three days of the condor, pa-pow. Yeah, ooh, loving it. Yeah, it was great. I've, I've gotten to the age now where I just want to watch the movies that I already like over and over and over again mm. and they're always like post star yeah <laughs> and they're yeah exactly I'm now 9 well, it's the first 10 minutes of toy story yeah and I just want to watch post star wars like uh, like I'll just watch alien Oh, sure. Again and again and again and again that's pretty good and, w- and then I'll inter I'll intermittently then watch aliens yeah and then go back to watching alien mm. yeah and then and Alien then, Resurrection. You'll yeah. skip three. And then the and original then Blade Runner. Predator. And then the original Blade Runner. And What's then, your preferred original Blade Runner? Do you have a preference? I like the uh, the director's cut, which is the cut with no um, narration. I have a... Because I think the narration is bullshit. Like, so, we get it. We know what's happening. We're not five. So I uh, had only seen Blade Runner once uh, as a you know teenager when you watch Blade Runner or whenever. Yeah. And in I, my case, my friend's dad took us to a screening of the director's cut because it was the most important uh, movie of his life. And he explained to me that his he, they lived on a boat. His son didn't have to brush his teeth as long as he used a toothpick. Continue. No, what? No yeah. So I uh Hello gingivitis. Yeah. So and I my I remember my reaction at the time being like Oh no, I'm bored by this classic movie everyone loves. Oh no, am I dumb? Am I, what? Why didn't I like, I like this sort of thing, but I don't, I did you know, it was, it was a, it was a panic. And I think it was, you know, at that time in high school, like, I think when I wanted to be a movie dude. That's how you know? I felt when I watched Citizen Kane. <laughs> That's yeah. a funny I one. I was like, what? why are you? It's long and boring and in yeah. black and white. Like, what is happening? I really like Blade Runner. It's definitely boring. 
I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. it's a boring film, but it's the right kind of boring. It's sure. like the sci-fi equivalent of The American. It's just like it's cool and boring things walking past that look beautiful. Oh yeah, and a lot of tense silences. And so, Sean Young in that Young, in those shoulder pads, acrobatic yeah. fighting. Ah. Uh, and then I so uh, uh, I was I was in kind of a group that was going to see the remake right. or the sequel, I guess, twenty forty nine right. or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, I haven't watched it. I want to go to this movie with friends. I I don't I don't remember liking Blade Runner, but maybe I'll. I mean, I was a you know, I was it was in high school. I, right. We change. We become so you more hadn't sophisticated. Seen it in decades. Yeah. So I noticed it was on TV. So I DVR'd it. So I started it up, and I'm like. The voiceover comes on. So I'm like, oh, oh this is that voiceover version everybody hates. Mm-hmm. Because I know, you know, and I know, I'm, I know a lot of, a lot of people who <laughs> feel ways about the Blade Runner voiceover. This is the life I lead. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. You mean how stupid he's in it is? show business. <laughs> show. You mean how dumb and unnecessary it is? Yeah. He was on Scandal. <gasps> yeah. You're still getting. You're still getting residuals. Four dollars. (laughs) Residuals, the most beautiful word in the English language. He brunches with Shonda. Um, I wish I'd brunched with Shonda. I'd love to. That's like the ideal. Like, how could you possibly get a better brunch date than Shonda? Yeah, Oprah. Oprah. If you brunch with Oprah. Wallace Shawn. RuPaul. Oh, Wallace Shawn. That's a great brunch Mine is Wallace Shawn and RuPaul. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Together? How glamorous. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I've met Wallace Shawn. How'd that go? He's so rad. I met him at a, a, like, um, a Bernie Sanders progressive... Lombada. I'm just guessing by the <laughs> dance you're doing Lombada in your seat right now. Event. Yeah, and it was really, really cool. And he just looks like he looks like someone who just grants wishes. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's just tiny and white haired, and just looks like he could grant wishes. And I you tr- just want to be like. I, like I just wanted to get, tell him my hopes and dreams, and I, I want a unicorn. When I when I had him on Bullseye, I like, I I you know like I had lo- I read two of his books and loved them, and it was you know gifted filmmaker, uh, uh, playwright I should say, gifted actor. He's just like, a delight. The thing I really wanted to tell him that I couldn't figure out how to tell him without sounding like a a dope was how much I admire his. It, it, the amount of pathos that he brings to his uh, toy dinosaur character in, oh, toy sure, story, yeah. in the Toy Story movies, because like both of both of my older kids, my four year old and my six year old, have both gone through real heavy Toy Story periods. So I've seen them a shit ton of times, <laughs> and it's first of all, it's great because you could hardly ask for better movies to see a shit ton of times. But also, every time I think like he doesn't have to be this good in this. He doesn't have to actually act. He could just he could just be the guy with that crazy voice. Sure. You know, they didn't hire him because he's great at acting. They hired him. He could just rickles like, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I so I, I DVR'd this Blade Runner. I noticed that it was the voiceover one. I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't even watch it because people hate this thing. Yeah. 
So maybe I should maybe I should just find find a Blu-ray, find, find the find the original, the best. Yeah. Okay. And but it was not time. I think you know the movie was happening yesterday. I'm like, well, I'll just watch. Your laser disc player was in the shop. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Exactly, because I care about aspect ratio <laughs> ratios. So I watched this voiceover version. And I'm like, huh? Okay. Yeah, that moved a little better. It was easier Whoa! to understand. I loved it. No! I love the voiceover Blade no! Runner. Anyway. I think less of you. That's, no, you should. You should. <laughs> Many do. Every I can I can guarantee you everyone listening to the podcast also does. Oh. And that's okay. That's I just have to accept that's who I am. I'm a guy over. who likes the Jordan, happy ending Blade Runner. Can uh. I give you some real talk? Yeah. I think I like the voiceover too. What? Whoa. I like it both ways. But I think I like the voiceover. No, I can't even watch the voiceover one. Makes you sick. It it literally like because I have like the DVD where I have both on either side. Oh, those yeah, first generation DVDs. Yeah, where you could like you could flip it over. That's how old it is. And uh, sometimes I'll put it in the wrong side, Mm -hmm. and I'll start start hearing Harrison Ford just talking for no reason. He is phoning it in too. I kind of like that about it. Yeah. Okay. I have to like stop it immediately and flip it over and go. Argh! Things are getting listen. Things are getting a little tense. Yeah, should we take a quick we'll break? Take a little break. Yeah, calm our calm <laughs> our fury. <laughs> we'll all bite down on our bite blocks. We'll be back on Jordan Jesse Go in just a second. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, boy, Jordan. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, here it comes. Ooh, here vi- it comes. I'm vibrating, Jordan, and it's not just because I've been playing with my tuning fork collection. <laughs> Is it because we've got a sponsor? Yeah, we've got a sponsor on this week's program. It's our friends from Zip Recruiter. Jordan, I'm a small business owner. Yes, and but wait, so you're a small business owner, but are you hiring? Yeah, I'm hiring all all the time, I'm a fucking job creator, Jordan. Yeah. But yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every time I'm hiring, I think I got. I should post it. I should post an ad on job sites. Right. But here's my concern. Number one, there's too many job sites. I'm going to have to go here, there, and everywhere. Number two, I'm not going to get quality candidates. Here's, so I don't know what to do. Well, here's I'm the torn. Thing. I'm torn. Here's what you're going to want to do, Jesse. Okay. I mean, small business owner. Uh, you, yeah, sure. Small business owner to small business owner. Yeah, we're a couple of small business owners. Here's what I do. Here's checks. what I do yeah. when I wanna <laughs> when I wanna hire. Yeah. I go to ziprecruiter.com slash JJ Go. It's revolutionized hiring. Their technology finds great candidates for you. It learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. Wait a minute. That sounds almost too good to be true. That sounds like a, an easy way to hire. I mean, this this website will post my job to tons of job sites around the country, and then it will actually use algorithms to get qualified candidates? Yeah. This it's is just, disgusting. Hey, here's something better. This sickens me. It gets me. better. Yeah. You can try it for free if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Free. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, drop us a line, Teresa at MaximumFun.org. And if you want to get up on the Jumbotron and share your message, if you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener and you just want to tell somebody you love them 
or uh, in a disappointing way. Yes. <laughs> you know, like in a way yeah, where... Yeah, real like, underwhelming. Really? You dropped 100 bucks on that, huh? Okay. Well. We're like, and w- the meanwhile, we're saying that's well below market value. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're, our ads are worth at least 120 Yeah. Just make sure you don't need that money for medicine. Yeah. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Let's get back to the show. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Helen Hong, the Black Panther who's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> fucking righteous. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I don't know if I would end it with a question mark next yeah. time you say it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But pretty fucking righteous, I wasn't Helen. sure if I was feeling it, but then I was. Yeah, that's dope. Thank you. It sounded like you were feeling it at the beginning and you stopped feeling it at the end, to be fair. I think that will go over better than a couple months ago when I was Jordan Morris, male Wonder Woman. Uh, that wasn't that was not my most popular nickname. People no. had some concerns. It was weird. We got some thoughtful. I'm just a, you know, I'm just a fan of uh, the DC Universe. We got some thoughtful to... letters. Yeah. Next time, go with Firestorm the Nuclear Jordan. Yeah, sure. Adult Robin. Yeah. Oh, I like Adult Robin. Adult Robin. Robin kind of works. in thicker tights. <laughs> Jordan, we added a guest uh, during the break there. Yeah, bonus uh, guest. An old friend of this program. Yeah. Uh, if if you've been listening to this show for a decade or more, you may remember her first appearance. <laughs> uh, beloved singer-songwriter. She also has a brand new record coming out uh, called Love Rush. Rachel Cantu. Hi, Rachel. Hi, guys. Rachel Cantu. I love- yeah, you, the last time you were on the show, it was like a Jesse's Apartment show. Yeah. 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 You're in a full-on studio now? Look at now that. it's a live-work loft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From apartment to loft. Hey. <laughs> What's next? Small house? <laughs> Condo? <laughs> Only time will tell. Um, yeah, love- thank you for... Yeah, Rachel, uh, in addition to being a, uh, a a beloved musician and music industry person, is someone I went to high school with. Hey. What? Really? Yeah. We went to high school together. Because they're high school yeah. buddies? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, definitely like it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, nobody from high school lives in L.A. (laughs) Rachel Cantu does. Hey. I feel like your high school made good already with just the two of you. Who's the – who's – other than us. (laughs) Oh, this is sad. I feel like we're going to get in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, Capo Valley has a lot of prestigious graduates. Fabulous. No one's fat. Who are the people on the list? Who are the top people from your high school? Not from your class. You don't have to tell me who did not didn't become sad. Oh, somebody was a Secret Service. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And I think someone was on a limit-date. <laughs> <laughs> Remember a limit-date? Yeah. Wow. That might top the list. Yeah. So <laughs> who was – oh, I didn't know A limit-date was... was like the low-rent version of Chris Hardwick's Shipmates, yeah, which in turn was the low-rent version of, of several other – Yeah. The long <laughs> chain of what, – What president were the Secret Service – person Obama. for oh wow yeah. wow cool yeah that's right protecting yeah. obama but, sure but that's not a limit date no I mean, that's, that's not that's that no not, limit date uh-uh. that's, <laughs> so. i feel like if you're if you're the if you're in the secret service do you want that obama assignment or is are you afraid of it because here's the thing nobody was out there trying to kill george hw bush you know what I mean? George <laughs> Herbert Walker Bush was safe. Yeah. He was walking around no sweat on his brow. Right. But you know there's like a billion people trying to kill Obama at all now. 
Like now yeah. there's probably a thousand people trying to kill Obama. Even you just saying that like hurts my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. But yeah, if you're like the, hearing those words. If you're the Secret Service agent, do you do you want the walk in the park or do you do you want the action? Um, are you Harrison Ford in one of those movies that he played? Wasn't he? Secret no, he was the president. Oh, when, what was? You're um, thinking of uh, Air Force One. Who's Maybe? The, who is it? Um, who is the actor that keeps playing Secret Service agents in all the movies? <laughs> Wallace Shawn. <laughs> He's the most delightful of all the Secret Service agents. Um, so, just I want to, you know, Clint before we move on, we have calls. We're going to take calls. Rachel's going to play a song. Ooh. It's going to be a great back half of the show. I like yeah. it. I just I, you know, want to check in. You know, you know me. I'm always checking in. Absolutely, always checking. You're not in. checked out. I'm not checked out. You're checked I'm in. I'm checked in. Uh, Got fucking Dunstan over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Even though you prefer the narrated version of Blade Runner. That's what I was going to check in about. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Rachel, for your benefit. Mm-hmm. Last segment ended on mm. a, a pretty a pretty scorching. Yeah. Uh, Me being very disappointed. That I found that I preferred the version of Blade Runner that has n- narration. Uh, which is apparently uh, which is an the, insult to everything Helen the, stands the for. The bastardized version. The wrong one. Well, then I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> but are you feeling? Are, are you feeling like you can continue the show with yeah. me, someone who you know what? is? <sighs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Because it, it's even now that it's two girls and two guys. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm swallowing the bitter pill that is Jordan's Blade Runner taste. Ooh, you really. Thank you. Thank you for swallowing. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to listen. <laughs> it's, oh, it's oh, things get real. Things get real. They get raw, uncensored. Anyway, I didn't give you an actual pill. What did you just swallow there? <laughs> My, the bitterness. Oh, okay. Bitterness. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, pure it materialized yeah. in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Just constantly sitting in a little pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tastes metallic. When something momentous happens to you, like you swallow a pill of pure bitterness, yeah. <laughs> we ask you call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions, which segment we are currently in. The phone number, 206-984-4FUN. That's 206-984-4FUN. Here's our first telephone call. Hi, this is Luke in Seattle. Pause it, Brian, pause it. Hi. 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 This is Luke with like, a dedication. He sounded Hi. like a male version of like the coast love on. The- That's what. Yeah, he, he yeah. was hosting a call-in yeah. request show. Like, so I hope maybe he's, he's gonna play Art some Lebeau. love songs that I can <laughs> yeah. listen to at the office. <laughs> yeah. The question is about his radio show. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Press play. Press play. Again. I have a quick question for you guys. Are there any lovers out there? <laughs> is anyone sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> Momentous occasion. We've got a request for The Rain by Orin Juice Jones. <laughs> Momentous occasion. We've got Albie Shure going out to Frank in Lompoc. Hi, this is Luke in Seattle, and I'm calling with a moment of shame. Uh, I actually worked on storyboards for a lottery commercial that played on one of those gas station TV screens you guys have been talking about. <laughs> so not only do they program the screens, they actually have content made what? specifically for those screens <laughs> that is not screened anywhere else. And I helped Storyboard. contribute to that. I mean, I yeah, don't love think... The show. Thanks, bye. Okay, we, we love you too, buddy. We love you. 
It's not so much that there's content made for it. It's that that content has to be made by professionals. Sure, with Wait. sensual voices. <laughs> I, this is my question. Not that, I mean, you know. You think, you think anybody ever told that guy he's got a real voice for storyboard? <laughs> <laughs> you, have a, you have a real voice for gas pumps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of my thing is that, like, storyboard artist is a, I mean, it's a real indoor kid job. It's yeah. solitary. Yeah. Um, but this guy has this, has this, has these honeyed tones. Yeah. Right. And anyway. a career in outdoor media. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't I was know. Feeling stirrings. Yeah. <sighs> can he just do? Can maybe here's my here's my my advice to the caller, Luke. If you're out there, ditch ditch gas station TV storyboarding. It's a it's a dead industry. Yeah. <laughs> Get out there and join an R and B band, a '90s style R and B band, mm-hmm. and just do the part where they stop singing. And you talk to the ladies. Hey, girl. Girl. Hey, yeah. girl. Hey, girl. Why can't that be the, that. the video at the gas station? <laughs> right? Just someone <laughs> seducing you? Because those things scare the shit out of me. Like, it's yeah. always like, yeah. you get out of your car and nobody's around. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Hey, coming at you with the entertainment news. Hey, girl. You want three You want three Red Bulls for $5? <laughs> you, want a, you want a discount on Fiddle Faddle? But yeah, Head into the gas. Yeah. I'm like, right. oh, maybe I do. <laughs> I feel like Orange Juice Jones could have a hit song called Storyboard, in parentheses, of our love. Oh. <laughs> sure. Oh. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, dr- I'm drawing it, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm just waiting for the day that gas station TV needs, you know, original entertainment content. God. I mean, maybe that's where I make my name in entertainment. Jordan, why do we not have a gas station TV show? We're talking about gas station TV every week. Yeah, we're buzz marketing. It's for nothing them. but good stuff. Yeah. What would be the limit? Thirty seconds? Like, is that like right? That, I feel like that's too long. The, think yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that right? is too long. Think about it. Let's say it's fifteen seconds, uh-huh. right? And then you also have to let people know how much beef jerky is. So yeah. that's so it's maybe like <laughs> so it's the seven seconds. Yeah, so seven seconds for story, <laughs> and then four seconds for beef jerky information. <laughs> so. If we just say, I'm going to say, on the ideal one, you have 10 seconds of funny and five seconds of jerky content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that describes almost every episode of Jordan Jesse Go. That's true, yeah. <laughs> like, also, we are already there. Also, Kevin can wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin can wait. Okay, let's take, another, let's take another call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Tompy, Rip. Uh, this is Andrew. I'm from Vancouver, and I have a very... Fairly big momentous occasion. I uh, I saved someone's life. Wow. A friend of mine was ODing on prescription drugs, and I called the cops. And I I I went through everything with her, and and she's not dead. So so that's pretty cool. Thanks. Talk to you later. Nope, too dark. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he ends it with, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> She's not dead. Yeah. Pretty that cool. That was pretty cool. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up emoji. I yeah. feel like calling in from Vancouver, he was a little disappointed that she didn't say something crazy while she was ODing so he could call it in to overheard on Stop Podcasting Yourself. Oh, yeah. He's wondering which he's one like, to call. I'll just yeah, have to, to settle for too. Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his reaction to saving his friend's life was the same like thing you would say after you were like coming out of seeing 
Liam Neeson's The Commuter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, B plus. Yeah. B plus. I, solid, solid B. I'm not saying B plus. Wow. I'm saying B. I feel like if I talked a friend out of ordering an undesirable menu item at one of my favorite restaurants <laughs> that I'd taken them to, mm-hmm. I would be more excited than that dude was. Yeah. About getting the paramedics. I feel like I would be more excited about saving 50 cents on beef jerky. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, then... I've got good news for you, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why our, our friend, although he is, uh, I mean, it sounds like he's 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 a hero. He's a great friend. Yeah. Uh, he's bra- a, a brave guy. He's a low-key hero. But I'm sorry. He will never get a job announcing jerky specials <laughs> on gas station TV. I'm sorry. That's just not how this business works. Is just that the answer he wanted? I think so. Things? Yeah. He should take over. Over the yeah. job of the guy who the storyboard guy, so he should be the storyboard guy, and then the storyboard guy should be like, "Hey, girl, that don't guy. <laughs> you know, like, don't die, girl. Yeah, I got you. Hey, girl, exposed your <laughs> exposed your breastplate so I can jam this hypodermic <laughs> needle filled with adrenaline into it, girl. <laughs> hey, girl, the paramedics are on their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Hey, girl, I'm all about that harm reduction. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like gas station TV is a great career goal for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, together or apart. I, I think that maybe one of the mistakes of the earlier part of my uh, entertainment career, and I don't mean to brag, but I had a lot of buzz. I hosted a show for over a month on television. Wow. Mm. <laughs> I think that one of my mistakes was Was maybe... it Eliminate? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Two. Two. Eliminate two. Yeah. It was called Sinking Ship. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I, I feel like the, one of the big mistakes I made was telling other entertainment industry personages, such as powerful personages, that my career goal was to have a job that it was unnoticed that I still had that job or show. Like that I was still <laughs> yeah. doing rest and they're like, that is show on? is still no. that's a, it is on sure. what network is it? You wanted on? to be on the on a like, on a suits. Or I something. wanted to be no no a... I'm far beyond suits. Okay. Suits is a show watched by millions. Okay. I right. wanted the c- current equivalent of a late night show on the pop network. Mm. <laughs> I just want someone to pay me to do that yeah. and no one notices and it's fine. I don't want steaks. <laughs> I mean I want steaks. Yeah. We want enough money crafty. to buy a steak. We're talking about yeah, crafty. Yeah, a whole steak. T-bone steak. Love a crafty. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have a little. Here's what you have. You have a little jar of red vines. Yep. Yeah. M and M's if you're lucky. Little, little, little yeah. M bowl M and M's. Peanut M and M's if you're lucky. Maybe these days you maybe have a little fridge with some Lacroix in it. Ooh. And then just a plate of T-bones. Fancy. You can grab one and go. <laughs> sure. Take can, one bite and huck it behind you. Can I get a ribeye cap, please, and yeah. six red vines? <laughs> Were you I'm, maybe a cherry clan? This is maybe not. I mean, I know this has kind of been a tough podcast interpersonally, right? But with Helen and I's Blade Runner Tension. blow up. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. uh, I don't think yep. I can handle any more Discord. I'm a child of divorce. <laughs> I know you. You were really. You did a great job hosting Eliminate Two. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eliminate Date. Did you feel slighted? <laughs> <laughs> I hosted my Eliminate, which was a website on. Yahoo in the late 90s. Right. Did you feel slighted when they chose me to host uh, Eliminate 3 Tokyo Drift? 
<laughs> I honestly eliminated. I I was I would have been disappointed. I didn't even make the final round, and I was impressed that you beat out Bow Wow. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that guy is charming. Honestly, they wanted him. It was a scheduling thing. They wanted him. It was a scheduling also, thing. Also, how did you make the date slide sideways like that? It's incredible. Oh. <laughs> I would love to just, you know, Lil Romeo? Mm-hmm. You know about Romeo yeah. Miller, course. right? Sure. AKA Lil Romeo? Yeah. If you go to New York City, uh, I think the only thing keeping the subways rolling is advertising money from some for-profit college whose spokesman is Lil Romeo. No. Seriously? I would love to have that job. Just wow. to c- convince people that their dreams are worthwhile and in so doing ruin their lives. Mm. <laughs> I would do it <laughs> in a that. minute. In a minute, I would do that. <laughs> if I just if I just one day I went... I had a professor at uh, – I took one broadcasting class at San Francisco City College mm-hmm. that I did not expect to be in Spanish. <laughs> and our professor, uh, Dr. Carlos of the Carlos y Marti show on KIQI La Grande de Estes, one day, one day I went into Walgreens. Thank you. And, and uh, my professor was dressed – was in a full-size, like life-size standee uh, dressed as a Walgreens pharmacist. Just because he was, like, handsome and Latino and, like, a silver fox guy. Like, he was just exactly who you would want to be your sensual pharmacist. Wow. I just want a career where just one day somebody is just like, you can be that pharmacist on that thing. And you get residuals. Yeah, right. That's every the key. Someone, it's the every fucking time residuals. someone looks at it. Oh, my you get, God. Uh, you get the beginning of it, you just have to say it out loud. Yeah. yeah. Manifest no, it. I, Manifest I'm it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're mic Yeah. Sorry, Rachel. Okay. You know about the. I mean, you're li- you're living off the ASCAP BMI money, right? Every every t- <laughs> every time they run your they run your one of your songs on the coast. Cents. Every time yeah. the coast runs out one of your or songs. Every time somebody yeah. calls into Art LeBeau and says, <laughs> "Hey, this is Frank from Folsom. I want to dedicate a Rachel Cantu song to my girl. She stayed right. with me while I've been locked up." Uh, Rachel, we're talking about successful Capo Valley graduates. Something came to mind while we were talking. Uh, I want to know if you remember this. There was like a guy who, God, who started a clothing line, like in high school, started his own T-shirt company or whatever. And I'm like, I, I could see that still being around because they, they the clothing line was called Balls Deep. No, <laughs> do you remember no. that? Yes. No. Can you like go into a pack sun and buy <laughs> Balls Deep T-shirts? Was anyway. it unironical? Did you own any? No, I did not. I wish I did. I mean, if I had like one of the original batches, yeah, that's what? like getting like the original pressing of a record. You Please know. Please explain like one of the T-shirts. I just vaguely remember a guy uh-huh. in long shorts who <laughs> drove a pickup truck. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, I need you as a as a friend of Jordan's low these past yeah. 20 years. I need you to confirm my imaginary picture of Jordan's <laughs> high school years, which just involved like 60% every American high school, 40% guys in long shorts driving, driving lifted pickup trucks and ruining punk rock for everyone. Mm. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Wait, what? Where is this? I cannot Can't remember the logo. I just remember. Orange County. Orange County. I just remember that, like, that everyone was so impressed that this guy at, you know, 17 or whatever had started a t shirt company. Huh. And it was, 
it was anyway. Balls. Oh, I, so, hey, if you're I, out there and you have a send us a T-shirt, send us a T-S. <laughs> Brian, We're plugging it. We have a producer on the show, Brian. Google. Don't Google. No, don't oh, Google Balsy. <laughs> don't Google it. No, no. <laughs> Google Balsy. <laughs> Rachel, when we come back, will you sing a song for I us? Will. Okay, we'll we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desico. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful. Wonderful. It's an enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about. Things like overalls, 24 hours Sudafed, the grand prize game, the fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators, the soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy, the beach potion we call Bud Light Line. All these things and more every Wednesday. And we'll also talk about things that you're excited about. You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. What's a great French film about lady cannibals? What's the song of the summer? How do you say cheese in Spanish? What should I binge watch next? Hey, how did Crash win Best Picture? I'm still mad about that. For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable show with me, Guy Branham. Winter Mitchell. Margaret Wappler. And Karen Tongson. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcasts. I'm not going to judge. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Helen Hong, the Black Panther who's yellow. Rachel Cantu, white girl. Yeah, it's true. True all around. Rachel Cantu. You've got a brand new record on the way. I do. Um, it, it, it's nice of you to come by. Um, it's been a great decade. We'll fill you in <laughs> later. Um, what what is it? Pretty good s- decade. Last two years have been a little rough. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. what, what's your uh, what's the story Bunch with Spider Man movies? What's the story with this new record? Where have, what journeys have you gone on in the, la- in the past decade? It's a good question. No, it isn't. Um, I'm literally a professional interviewer, <laughs> and I really should have come up with something yeah. than more specific. And well, this uh, this new record is very pop. Um, it came from this past year. I've been writing top line writing, which means writing for other artists, with other artists for their records, or with producers to pitch to artists or to pitch to TV and film. Um, and so I've been writing a lot of pop songs, which has been really fun for me. Um, I kind of fell in love with pop music because I, I play at the Children's Hospital, too, and we do a lot of um, modern-day pop songs and, you know, across the board. But that kind of stuff, do you see the kids light up at, like, how excited they get at Katy Perry or something wow. like that? And so it kind of gave me a whole new appreciation for these pop songs that normally, like, as a musician, you, you, you're taught to roll your eyes at. You know, yeah, yeah. But it was just like so sweet, and it's fun to sing. Mm. And I've never, I'm mostly a singer songwriter, which I'll kind of do this here. But the um, the song that I'm going to do is fully produced, and it's very pop on the record, and it's not on guitar. So it's kind of fun to 
play it stripped down. Here yeah, I've heard the the, the single you put out, and it's just terrific. Thank you. And uh, yeah, really great. Uh, yeah, but. I think I I can't speak for everyone, but I do feel like from my perspective, the pop music mm, landscape mm-hmm, has mm, been mm-hmm, calling mm, out. Mm. For a thirty-something lesbian in a jean jacket <laughs> you know to what? come and just blow the house down. Yeah, let's hope Quincy Jones thinks so. There we go. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. He wow. thinks a lot of things. I don't know if you've been following <laughs> he this. Doesn't like it, anything. It may be among the things he thinks. <laughs> How do you stand on kids these days? <laughs> if you're against him, you might have an in. <laughs> so, what's the song that you're going to sing? It's called "You're the Most." Oh, Rachel Cantu with yeah. "You're the Most." Intriguing, intriguing. Right? I'm intrigued. Like what? Yeah, like what? Go on. We'll find out. I'm sure. <laughs> Is Jordan going to do the rap verse? Yeah. Okay. Hey girl. <laughs> hey girl. Hey you girl. want some cheap Red Bulls? <laughs> Come on inside. <laughs> Basically, every time I look at you, I want to run away. Everything inside me tells me not to hang on the words you say I told myself I wouldn't fall again, not this way But basically every time I look at you, you see me perfectly Is it too soon? Is it too fast? How will we know if it will Come on over, come on over, hold me closer, hold me closer, I'm a loner, that I'll own it, but you're the most I ever wanted, basically I'm looking for the words to say you know me tenderly. It scares me not to know if you will hold my hand endlessly And if I go away, will you take the time to remember me? I surprise myself with all the shit I seem to need Is it too soon? Is it too fast? How will we know if it will Is it too soon? Is it too fast? How will we know if it will last? Come on over, yeah, come on over. Now hold me closer, hold me closer. I'm alone. Closer. Yeah, I'm alone. 
most I ever wanted. You're the most I ever wanted. You're the most I. Lovely. It was an artful crack. Thank I thought you. it was part of it. Woo. Rachel Cantu, by the way, uh, transcribed her song into uh, guitar letters <laughs> for you, That's ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That was an intimate, only on Jordan, Jesse Go version. That's true. Of a, you're going for more of a wall of sound thing on the record, right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like true. 40 I, I, pianos. A and, There's a lot going yeah. on in the record. I loved it. I loved everything about it. What I'm most impressed by, actually, is I, I how have... small the font is <laughs> on that paper, which is on the floor, and you can still read it. To be honest, I had a little bit of a panic attack <laughs> being like, I'm I like, hope I can read it. Oh, like, why did I, I do it in Wingdings? <laughs> oh. I'm like, I can't see a word. Gee, I you read the whole thing. I think that helped. Helen, epic. I was certain that you were about to say, I, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's talk about the bridge. I have I, some thoughts. Is there a bridge? You know what I mean? Uh, if I were, yeah, right, exactly. If I were to right, change right, five right. things, yeah. these would be the five. Sure. Wow. Rachel, the only thing that I know about actual pop music songwriting is, and I'm sorry for being self-parodic, but mm-hmm. a New Yorker article I read one time. Uh, <laughs> ab- about the You read that New Yorker article that I'm talking about? <laughs> Wasn't that bananas? It's like a... It's like Super a... Wild. It's like a lady who's has a dual gift for uh, melody and coming up with phrases, and she just go should like a she'll, a producer will hire her for sessions or she'll collaborate with a producer for sessions. The go in the producer's got a beat like a hip hop producer style producer. The producer's got a beat. She goes into the booth and she's just she just goes she just goes like woke fart. And like that's like the next shit what? that everyone wants to talk about is like she just comes up with a perfect Woke three part. words said that is a bad I would be bad at this. Really? There's like, like a, a science to that. Yeah, that like is so she like, is mind blowing that that like I I have now been convinced that, that that is a thing. Yeah. You know, now being in the songwriting world that it's just it's very it's bizarre. It's I can't bizarre remember. Gift. She had come up with like the key catchphrases on yeah. like four top ten hits. I think it's Bonnie McKee, and she did mostly wow. all Katy Perry's, um, like the big first big hits, and she did some. Oh, because like at the point that we're in in twenty eighteen, there were certainly there are artists who are writing songy songs and making them into hits. Mm-hmm. Um, but many hit songs are just kind of lists of parts of songs, yeah. with, and each one has its own set of cool words and a part where it goes, vroom, and gets really big. <laughs> it's amazing. I think that's the one, the part that Quincy Jones hates. Yeah, I feel like the Swedes, like at some point the Swedes... Oh my at, god, the Swedes just... Yeah. The yeah. Swedes had like... Been, running away with it. They'd been making a First living like thinking inexpensive of furniture. one so. great like phrase in slightly broken English, which works really well mm. for yeah. this purpose, 
and then the rest of it was just verse and it was it, it, you know you don't have to worry about it you already got the hook then they were like well what if we just glued seven hooks in a row to each other and each one of them like that one Justin Timberlake song that's almost good but is actually terrible uh, from the Trolls movie uh, I know which one, I know which one you mean. Like, Singing a lot at the hospital. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like you're like every part of it, you think it's about to become a song, but then it's actually just a, another thing that's happened after the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I I wish that you would were doing that and not writing these uh, thoughtful, beautiful songs. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, I wish that you were coming in and saying like, "That's not my job." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit. Yeah. <laughs> Smash fucking hit. Mm-hmm. I'll take that selfie. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not Swedish. We're here. I can't do it. it how about this, Rachel? Your, yeah, sure. your shit's a little wordy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> you could hire Jordan and me for wow. punch up. No, man, I got gas station shit to take care of. Oh. Yeah, you guys have a lot on your plate <laughs> already. I got, I got one pitch you can have for free. Uh, teen fuck. It's like teens are fucking. They're like wow. 19. But, they're like 19, but, but they're you're having have to, a like, lot make of sure fun. It's not a child molesting thing. I've, to be honest, like I've been in those sessions where like they'll try the write songs like this, and it's kind of like my nightmare sessions because sometimes you're in with other writers too, and and like, they just are throwing out phrases, super inappropriate, and like <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there, and there's someone's smoking pot in the corner, and I'm just like. <laughs> That's that's like one percent of the time, but that's happened to me before, and I'm you're just like, wow. I don't want to be associated with this. You're so, like, look at I my still get credit. Look that's at my so yeah. <laughs> you're like, look at my tortoise shell frames. I am the responsible yeah. party here. God, actually, well, I should even apologize right now, Rachel. Bri- like, our I'm producer for the shit. <laughs> our producer Brian's blazing pretty hard out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the gonch cloud is actually yeah. enveloping the studio at this point. Uh, Rachel Cantu, where can people, uh, where and when can people find the record? April 13th. Yeah, got it. All over the map. Yeah, yes. sweet. I have a music video for this song coming out very soon. Nice. Two very adorable, queer, non-binary people as the Ooh, stars. Awesome. Adorbs. And they're just the best. And it's such a sweet video. Um, and yeah, April 13th. Everywhere. Sounds just not physically. All place. Yeah. So not everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Amoeba. In the cloud. Yeah. Sorry. Do, <laughs> do not go to Amoeba. Any, uh, do perform any rock concerts Amoeba. on behalf of this record? Yes. I think I'm going to do April 28th, I do believe, is the date at the Hotel Cafe, the second stage. Nice. I think is what they call that. Mm, second stage. Have you, have nice. You ever been to that? I have just not been here to the in second stage. I haven't been to the second stage. It's just like the first stage. But. <laughs> But a second but one. But a second, but a second one. one. It's near yeah, the first one, second. probably. Yeah. In Hollywood. In Hollywood. Hollywood. Wow. You say one second stage sequentially. Yeah. Like historically <laughs> right. second stage. It's not a it's, se- it's just as good you. as the first Thank stage. You. It's just that it came later. I'm not saying that I can't sell out the first stage. It's like mm. you, you know just I mean? you right. It was just a scheduling thing. It was a scheduling thing. <laughs> it's like Stegosaurus and Diplodocus. Sure, it's better. It's better. Yeah. Jordan, can you fact check that joke I just made? What'd you say? Stegosaurus and Diplodocus. What about him? Uh, did they come in different periods of dinosaurs? Uh, they, I think, yes, I think they okay, did. Think okay, thank God. Okay, then it tracks. Jurassic dinosaur and the Diplodocus. Thank goodness. Or Diplodocus was a Cretaceous dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'll listen. I'll, I'll listen. Here's what we're doing. Okay. We're, I'll, I'm going to be at this thing at the hotel cafe. Come up to me. Say you heard about it on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll, I'll buy you a drink. Dick. Well drink. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well drink. You got one well drink. Wow. Of me. Wow. Are they that's, full bar? That's pretty yeah, generous. 
Well drink yeah. on me. <laughs> That's if someone, generous. Not the premium shit. Not, not just George, beer and wine. Not just beer and wine. Not just like wow. a PBR. Wow. Well drink. Not Here's George Clooney's tequila. But I'll <laughs> buy you a drink. A beer. A, a beer. Yeah. Low, low, low rent beer. Does George Clooney have a tequila? Oh yeah, it's great too. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Casamigos. Oh, that's well, that George seems Clooney. almost like yeah. braggy. Wow. Yeah. From George Clooney to have That's his own noxious. tequila. Yeah. He doesn't need that. And like the ads the are hit. that it's good, too. Yeah, I know. It's better than Turtles tequila, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Fucking Turtles oh, tequila. Yeah. Turtle. <laughs> I just assumed it was a tequila made by a turtle. <laughs> or of <laughs> squeezing a turtle, turtle until turtle. I had forgotten <laughs> turtle. Turtle. Television's anyway. turtle. Mm. Helen Hong, you can be found. On Go Fact Yourself. If people live in Los Angeles, they could go see a Go Fact Yourself live show. That is correct. Yes. At the Angel City Brewery in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, we don't tape every... We tape like every other... We have a weird schedule, but go to or, MaximumFun.org. We have a yeah. page. Go Fact Yourself. And I, you don't have to be in Los Angeles to subscribe to the Smash Hit podcast, Go Fact Yourself. You're going to love these facts, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something, Jordan? Yes. It doesn't matter which side of the issues you're on, okay? It doesn't matter if you're a Republican, a Democrat, voiceover, no voiceover. (laughs) You can still enjoy Go Fact Yourself. It's a a terrific show. I really enjoy it. probably enjoy it it more if you're a Democrat. Yeah. That's just me being frank. Sure. I'm not saying for sure. I'm just saying probably. (laughs) Libertarians? Toss-up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard Nobody to say. knows about them. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they don't listen to a lot of podcasts. If you're peace and freedom, though, subscribe now. Yes. Okay? <laughs> subscribe. This is the best thing that happened to you since Roseanne ran for president in your party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all I got on the peace and freedom party. Brian Fernandez, Sunny D, is our producer. You can find us at MaximumFun.org, at MaximumFun.reddit.com to chat about uh, this program. And on Facebook, just like Jordan Jesse Go, where the memes have been so dank. Very dank memes. Very dank memes. So dank. You got it. I think we just wrote Where the rubber meets Rachel. the dank. Okay. Dank. I think it's just coming in all smooth. I think yeah. Katy Perry could say that. Yeah, I think Katy Perry could sing that. Um, we're on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris, at Helen Hong is funny. No, what is it? Funny Helen Hong. Funny Helen yeah, Hong. Some other, some other biatch has my handles. Mm. Not, that was not, you have to admit, that was not bad for from memory, though. No, for you're me. right. You, you I remember like the, in the funny ballpark. was in it. Yeah. You but were you in forgot the about the biatch. Rachel, where can people find out more about Rachel Cantu? RachelCantu.net? At Rachel Cantu, R A C H A E L C A N T U, where I only tweet bad news. <laughs> Got it. Sweet. <laughs> well, that's where Twitter is now. Yeah. Okay. Rachel, you're one of my favorite sources yeah. for bad news on Twitter. I really get a lot of good bad news Appreciate from you. Yeah. You know I what? Amplify a voice. I want to amplify a voice. You know what I like? <laughs> I like that I can turn on the news and find out that something bad happened. Thank you. I just like to get a little bad news sure. once in a while. Sure. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. How about that? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.